Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> what is going on? It's your boy Basmo for show coming back with the World Cup episode of the Energized Football Show. Now, first things first, I have to say that I've been looking forward to this World Cup for so long. Uh, I wasn't looking forward to it as much when Ireland didn't qualify now, but as the Champions League was won, it was coming closer, and the countdown now for the World Cup is well and truly on. Kicks off tomorrow, and this was one show that I was I was like, right, this is gonna have to be a very good one because as a football fan, you sit there and you're like, what do you want from a show? What like what way is this gonna be done? Because not only does it have to be informative, it also has to be good and it has to be good crack. So, I made sure to do all three. So let's see how it goes anyway. So first of all, if you're new to the Energized podcast, welcome. And if you're back for more Energized action, welcome back. You know how we do it and you know we love you. So, on today's show, I'm just going to talk about the world the world of football, what the sort of latest news is, just so you keep up to date. Uh, also, there's some things I need to mention about the Irish football team. I know they're not in the World Cup, but we're Irish, and we're going to have to let you know what the story is with that. And then I'm just going to go into the World Cup. Uh, I know that's why most people are here. And also, we have a World Cup competition, very energised World Cup competition going on. So we're going to be posting on Instagram asking you who you think is going to be the winner of the World Cup and also who you think is going to be the top goal scorer of the World Cup because the winner, whoever predicts the winner and the top goal scorer is going to get energized, is going to win energized t-shirts because uh, over the weekend there we went over 7,000 followers and we like it's unbelievable myself and Ross absolutely love every, every, each and every person that supports our page because uh, as you know it's not easy so we want to give back so we're like right let's see who let's see who predicts the world cup winner and the top goal scorer so uh that comes out on wednesday today's tuesday while i'm recording so make sure on wednesday you get onto that and you just enter it's free to enter obviously it's just for a bit of fun you know what i mean that's the whole point keeping it fun keeping it very energized so uh, first things first, I just want to say that Soccer Aid was on over the weekend. Uh, England actually beat the rest of the world on penalties. Argo mate Joe Wicks, aka the body coach, scored a penalty and England won. Uh, it, it was actually, it was actually, it's really funny to see that uh, like you see singers or musicians or um, movie stars and ex-footballers all playing these matches for a great cause, and it actually was. It actually raised the most money in any UNICEF soccer aid match ever. Raised over five million. Um, that's what Joe said, and uh, it was held in Old Trafford. It was brilliant. It's I'd love I'd love for one day to get the Energized show on, like on a bigger level. That one day, like myself and Ross could be part of soccer aid or, or like and play in Old Trafford because uh, obviously I support Manchester United, so does Ross. But like Ross could be a good sub. <laughs> or uh, and I'd be the second sub, but uh, yeah, no, that'd be cool. Fair play, lads. Uh, also, in Irish football, I have to say that there's been a couple of transfers. But first things first, Robbie Brady got married over the weekend in Limerick. Uh, we're friends with some of Robbie's friends, and 
from seeing all the videos that that we were that we saw, it looked like a brilliant occasion. There was a lot of there was a lot of Irish uh, football players there as well supporting Robbie. So there was pe- like even people like Shane Long was playing guitar. Uh, Glenn Wheelan, I think, was playing the guitar. It could have been like the recorder or the tin whistle. Uh, there was also other footballers, Irish footballers there, like Jeff Hendrick, uh, who else? Former colleagues from Hull, people like Paul McShane. Uh, yeah, and then some of the Burnley lads were there as well. Brilliant to see that they all made made the way out to support Robbie. Uh, as everyone who's Irish especially knows that Robbie Brady has written himself into Irish footballing folklore for scoring that header against Italy in the Euros in 2016. Uh, literally the whole country erupted when he did that and I don't think he's ever going to really realise until like he sort of retired how much of a legend he is because uh, it was one of them moments where you remember exactly where you were and how happy you were and how much of a big that was a big 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 occasion and uh, yeah what a man he's only 25 I think he just turned 25 yeah so he's starting out on a new journey now married coming back into a Burnley side that are going to be playing in Europe next year. You know what I mean? Sky's the limit. So, also, some Irish footballers have moved clubs. Uh, first things first, John O'Shea. He's after moving to Reading. Uh, as like a lot of Irish football, Irish fans know that uh, a, a, many a player has played for Reading from Ireland. And uh, there's a good core of Irish players there as well. So that's going to be very good for John O'Shea to see out the rest of his career. Um, also, Gray Cunningham, former Man City player. He was currently well. He's playing with Preston. He's now after moving to Cardiff City. He's twenty seven. He's a left back. Uh, I'm pretty sure that you'd know him. He's he had a lot of potential when he moved down to the Preston. Not much heard of him, but now he's in the Premier League again. So fair play to him. So he's one to look out for. And also John O'Sullivan, who actually used to go to Ross Rossmoy's old school. He's after signing with Blackpool. He's a centre mid. He's Irish. He originally went to Blackburn. And uh, that's a big move for him as well. We were in touch with him yesterday, congratulating him. So, fair play to John O'Sullivan as well. Expect him in an Irish squad in the near future. Uh, before I kick off the World Cup show as well, there was massive news coming out of the Spanish camp that their manager, uh, you pronounce his name a bit weird, it's Lopetigue, uh, the Spanish manager, he signed to become the new manager of Real Madrid. And then the next day, he was fired as manager of Spain for doing so, uh, which is very, very odd in both situations. Like, why didn't he tell Spain he was going to do this? Or why did Spain fire him going into a World Cup the day before? And uh, now they're after putting in Fernando Hierro as the new Spanish manager. Uh, everyone will know Hierro. He's former Real Madrid captain. Uh, he's won the lot. Um, former Spain captain. Former Bolton alumni for you old school Jorka F JJ Okocha fans, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Or even Ivan Campo. So I'm gonna move into the World Cup. Uh for the preparation for this I wanted to make sure it was really, really good, made sure I was on top of things, because uh, I want to make sure this is informative and go crack. So I was looking through the groups, I actually did a full prediction throughout the whole World Cup who would win it. Um I'll tell you that now in a second who I actually thought. But also, I made sure that I got who Ross thought would impress. And my dad is also a huge footballing fan as well. Very Eamon Dunphy ilk. So, 
he'd, he'd be rash and on his predictions and he would stick to his stick to his goings, which is a uh, is a good opinion to have, I think, because uh, we've had numerous footballing debates and uh, it's cool crack. I enjoy it anyway. But um, before I start going into all the groups, I just want to look over who the what the bookies are saying at the moment. So the four, the bookies are saying that the favourites are Brazil, second is Germany, third is Spain, which is slightly interesting. After the manager situation, uh, fourth is France, fifth is Belgium, and sixth is Argentina. So myself and Ross both thought that Germany were going to be the winners of the World Cup. Uh, my dad, he's half Brazilian, but not really. Uh, he actually thinks Brazil will win the World Cup, so he's going with the bookies really. And um, I think either or is a great shout. You know what I mean? Um, looking at past tournaments, sometimes the team that is better than the other team loses. Sometimes the team that plays better than the other team loses. Sometimes a team is annihilating another team, goes the penalty, and the team that were annihilated win on penalties. So everything about like winning a competition is not just about scoring the goals. It's not just about not letting the goals in. There's so many different factors and um, flip of the coins or injuries or who knows what type of food this that people are going to have in Russia, whether it sort of fits their style. All these different factors all factor in because I think realistically going into Russia is a bit unknown um, even pre-World Cup someone like Danny Rose came out and saying that he doesn't want his family to come because of the he thinks there's going to be a lot of racist chants going towards uh, obviously black people or even Asian people or even white people I don't know but um yeah, so I mean, like, imagine you're on the pitch and you're getting racially abused. I mean, that could that that will put anyone off, put me off anyway. Um, don't know about you, I'm sure it would. Um, yeah, so that's the thing. Like, who really knows what's really going to happen in this World Cup? I feel like there's something massive going to happen in this World Cup. Uh, I can't put my finger on exactly what it, it could be, but like, um, now don't get me wrong. I don't think it's going to be like a, a disaster. Nothing like that. I just feel like some player is going to come out and shine and become like touted as one of the best players in the world, or like someone's going to come out and really impress and score all these goals that you you either a never heard of or b never expected. Um, some players go really going to step up when the real time to shine is there. Someone like even a few years ago when Mario Gota came in and scored scored the World Cup winner. Just something like that. I feel like th- this is the going to be the most viewed World Cup in history. And think about it, it makes sense because like we have the internet. Um, think about how, like, how many teams from Asia are in it, how many teams from Africa are in it, how many teams from Europe, South America, like even Australia are in it. Like everyone is going to be watching this. This is going to be the most viewed World Cup ever, and that just makes the competition be- bigger, better. And it's going to create some sort of superstar. And 
we have the world's best players in this competition and something has to give. Someone has to come out the winner. Someone has to come out the loser, obviously, but someone and some team are going to be lifting that trophy at the end of the tournament. And uh, all the football writers, all the football podcasters, all the, f- the football gamers, they are all trying to predict who this is going to be. And the thing is, we won't know until the very, very end. But the thing is, we can make a tactical and inf- an informative prediction. And that's why we're doing the show today. So, I think over the next few weeks, during the World Cup, I'm going to be give, doing a weekly podcast on how the teams are getting on, um, who's really standing out, what you're looking forward to. You know what I mean? Because when the World Cup's on, all you want to do is talk to people about the World Cup. Because it's on. And it's what everyone's going to be talking about. It's going to be all over Instagram. It's going to be all over Snapchat. It's going to be all over Twitter. And then the girls, or the girls that don't like football, they'll be there watching Love Island. And that's what they're doing. Because Love Island's massive there. So the guys have the World Cup, and the girls have Love Island. Or else some of the girls might have the World Cup and not have Love Island. Or else you might have both. Very Ross Cadwell. But, um, what am I thinking here? Okay, so... If you had to put a gun to my head and said who is going to win the World Cup, I'd pick Germany. Uh, Ross said the same, and my dad goes Brazil. So, top goal scorers. This is one that is really, really like like how how are you really meant to pick a top goal scorer? You look at first of all, you have to look at what fixtures are coming up. Who has the easiest groups? Um, who's been coming in on a bit of form? Um, who do you expect to get to the final? So I mean. What I have written here is who I think is going to be top goal scorer is either Jesus or Muller. Because Jesus, I don't know, he's just brilliant for Man City and he's going to be down the middle. I think Neymar's going to be a bit more on the wing. Uh, Neymar's actually favoured to be, be the top goal scorer, but I, I just see it coming down the middle. I, just, I, I don't know. And I don't want to just be like Neymar. You know what I mean? I want to be a bit more creative. But speaking of not being creative, Ross actually picked Neymar and he actually thinks Timo Werner from Germany is going to score, be one of the top goal scorers. Uh, I asked my dad, my dad said Neymar as well. So those two lads need to get more creative. But um, looking at player, oh, oh yeah, sorry, uh, we actually almost think as well, if a player scores over seven goals or more, that should win them the golden boot as well. So... Seven goals or more. Um, player of the tournament. Now, I know I said I should be more creative. and I wish I could edit that out. But uh, I think player of the tournament, I'm going to have to go for Neymar. And then if, if I'm thinking top goal scorer, I'm going to have to go Muller as well. Uh, player of the tournament, Neymar, Muller. I, I just think they're two very, very good shouts. Um, Ross actually thinks either Cruz or Neymar. And then my dad actually said Coutinho. Which is actually like such a random shape, but very, very good, you know. Um, and then looking at young player of the tournament, I actually think it's going to be Timo Werner. Um, from just watching him playing these couple of games, he is electric. He, I think, he, if I had to put the gun to my head again, the winners, Germany, then the player that is going to come out and. Sean, Timo Werner, man, he's just uh, 22, fearless, 
so fast. Uh, he turns a bit like Arshavin. He's a bit taller. He's almost like a more hybrid Harry Kane. Uh, once you see him play, you, you're going to be like, who is this chap? Um, he plays Red Bull Leipzig. He's linked with Bayern Munich at the moment. He's on absolute fire. I saw him and I nearly, I nearly spat my drink out of my mouth. I was like, who is this guy? And it was Timo Werner. And I was like, what? And you know, if you listen to the last podcast, I was like, I don't know if I'm on this bandwagon. And then I saw him play and I was like, who is this chap? This chap, has, this chap is, he's going to be unreal. Unreal. Yeah, I'm shocked. He's he's absolutely brilliant. Um, Ross thinks the young player of the tournament could be Jesus or even Mbappe. And then um, my dad thinks Pogba will actually be a young player of the tournament. Uh, hopefully Pogba has a good competition because I like seeing world-class players playing world-class. Um, that's sort of what is expected. So make sure to enter the competition on Wednesday for to win an Energized t-shirt. So it's going to be who do you think is going to win the World Cup and who do you think is going to be top goal scorer. Enter for a bit of crack. But that's sort of what we're looking at. Um, I'm just going to look at a couple of the fixtures just going into it as well in the, in the first round. Um, first things first, Russia are kicking off the competition against Saudi Arabia. It's not, I wouldn't expect a classic now. Um, looking at Russia, they've been saying their star man is actually their goalkeeper, Akinfoyev. So that's never really great. Speaking from a Man United fan. Um, then Saudi Arabia, their best player is their striker. He was actually training with Manchester United coming into the competition, but uh, there hasn't been much said about him, so I wouldn't really expect anything much out of him. Uh, also in that group, Egypt are taking on Uruguay. Um, I'd actually expect Uruguay and Russia to qualify out of this group. So let me know if you agree with that. Moving into Group B, Morocco, Iran, they're playing each other, and Portugal and Spain. Now, Portugal and Spain, that is the game that kicks off the World Cup in my brain. Uh, that's on a Friday at 7 o'clock. Th- this is when people will be off work, people are going to be like ready for the World Cup, wearing the World Cup hats, wearing the World Cup jerseys, all the face paints, everything. And that is going to really set the tone for the World Cup. People will know, uh, is Ronaldo here to win it? Are Spain in trouble, not having their manager there anymore? What's going to happen? So that's going to be the real World Cup coming out party. I'd expect Spain and Portugal to both qualify out of that group. Um, I can't see Iran and Morocco doing any damage to them. Uh, let us know what you think as well. I think that's a fair assessment. Uh, group C, France and Australia. And then Peru and Denmark. Uh I expect France to get out of that group fairly handily. They have a lot of players. They can keep everyone fresh. And then I actually expect Denmark to go through as well. I think Christian Eriksen is brilliant. Um, what a great player. Um, very good right foot, very good left foot, very good free kicks. And I think that's going to be very, very good for Denmark. Australia and Peru, I can't really see them doing anything really. Um, group D. Argentina are playing Iceland, Croatia are playing Nigeria. I was expecting this group, Argentina, to come out, Messi get a few goals, and Croatia to come second. That's what that's what I think. I think Croatia are just as physical as Nigeria, and uh, I just think they also are, are probably a bit better defensively, and I think that'll go through. Uh, obviously, let us know as well. 
we're here to debate this. We're here to have a bit of crack. Uh, in Group E, Costa Rica are playing Serbia. Brazil are playing Switzerland. Um, I think in this group, Brazil will go through. Serbia will go through. Brazil are just frighteningly good. And in Group F, Germany are playing Mexico. And Sweden are playing Korea. Uh, I just expect Germany and Mexico to get out of that group. In Group G, Belgium are playing Panama. Tunisia are playing England. I expect Belgium and England to go through. And I'm really, really, really looking forward to that Belgium-England game. That's a, that's that's the, the one that really kicks off that England World Cup competition. That's Everyone is going to have their eyes on that. And then uh, in Group H, the last group, Colombia are playing Japan and Poland are playing Senegal. Uh, I'd actually expect Poland to go through as winners because Lewandowski, he's on fire. And also, I expect Colombia to go through as well because like, people like Falco are scoring goals again. He found his boots. <laughs> and uh, James Rodriguez is, uh, is quality as well. Everyone knows that. So, uh, th- like the teams I actually expect to go into round of 16 and play each other are, first of all, France to play Croatia, Uruguay to play Portugal, Spain to play Russia, Argentina to play Denmark, Brazil to play Mexico, Belgium to play Colombia, Germany to play Serbia, and then Poland to play England. That will be that's my predictions for the round of sixteen. Whoever goes through, uh, there's no point to going into the quarters or the semis because the teams haven't even qualified out of the group yet. You know, who knows that guy who was on loan who went to Manchester United from Saudi Arabia could win the group for <laughs> for Saudi Arabia in that group, or even Mo Salah turning on. But we all know the group stages, they can be a bit like stop and start, not as interesting or as amazing. But uh, the round 16 is really one I'm looking forward to. And I'm sure everyone else is as well. And obviously the quarterfinals, the semifinals, the finals. And energised. Will Ross and Barry will 100% be keeping you up to date with everything. And that's why I'm looking forward to like next week's show. Because then we'll all be properly involved in it. And... Um, Coming from a neutral standpoint, because like, say if Ireland qualified, they would have been in Group C with France, Australia, and Peru. You know what I mean? And then you would have fancied your chances getting out of that group. And uh, obviously, being biased because I'm Irish, you'd be like, yeah, they will get through. Because if I go, they won't qualify, they'll come last. And then they win the group, you just look like an idiot. You know what I mean? So you're better off being wrong than right. In that situation, especially back in Ireland, Corey Big. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to give a brief overview of the World Cup. Um, I didn't want to go massively into detail, but uh, they're just sort of the first. It's it works out perfectly because the next show will be straight after each team's played their first match in the World Cup, so you get to see the sort of formations, um, who's going to start, uh, who can all of a sudden score a few goals and impress, but. Um, yeah, I just wanted to keep this World Cup one just sort of slightly informative. Didn't want to go massively into detail. Just wanted to have a bit of crack, let you know where myself and Ross and even my dad, where we're coming from, what we're thinking. So I'm going to wrap this up now because I wanted to keep this one short and sweet coming into the World Cup. So just I want to go over one more thing. Uh, as I said, make sure to enter the Energized World Cup competition. Because we're giving away t-shirts and we want to give away t-shirts. And all you have to do is say who you think will win the World Cup and who will be the top goal scorer. 
and if 10 people guessed the same answer and to get it right, giving out 10 t-shirts. Hopefully everyone doesn't do it the same. Or like, Imagine everyone was like Brazil and Neymar and then they won the World Cup and he was top goal scorer. We'd have to open up our own factory. Because um, the competition we did last time had over like 200 people entered, which is crazy. And uh, that sort of just wraps up the football. Um, before I sign off, I want to thank you again for tuning in. And I hope you really enjoy the World Cup. And I hope it's a great World Cup as well. Make sure to enter the competition because it's a bit of crack. And we only want people that tune in that are a bit of crack. Um, if you want to give us a shout out on Instagram, we'd really, really appreciate that. We went over 7,100 followers there over the weekend, which is crazy. Went over 8,000 downloads on the podcast as well. Um, also, if you're into MMA, make sure to check out Ross's show because as each week goes on, he's getting better and better. And I wouldn't be surprised if he if he left and went to join the UFC and started doing commentary with Joe Rogan soon. You know what I mean? Leaving me out in the cold, as always. But uh, yeah, thanks a million. Have a great day. Have a great World Cup. Make sure to tune in next week when we go over what happened the previous week. And as always, stay energized.